the 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911. This is the Dave Congleton Show, kicking off the 4 o'clock hour on this uh, Tuesday, December 5th, 2023. In about an hour, Dr. Michael Latner from Cal Poly joins us. Let's talk about voting nationally, locally. we got a lot to cover. And then let's uh, also talk about the true cost of electric vehicles. I remind you, tomorrow is our big uh, marathon on behalf of our friends at Lumina Alliance. We put the spotlight on survivors of sexual assault and domestic violence trying to raise money and awareness. Hope you can join us. This hour, I believe the divorce rate in this country remains uh, more than 50%, meaning that more than 50% of marriages end in divorce. There's also a relatively new phenomenon about couples who have been married 20, 30 years suddenly getting divorced in their later years. Well, I know the story. I have uh, gone through this twice I think I'm done. Uh, it might have been easier for me if I had a divorce recovery coach. That's what Kristen Becker calls herself. Let's find out about all this as uh, we welcome Kristen Becker to this broadcast. Kristen, how are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Nice to see you. Thank you for coming in. Take a minute and just kind of introduce yourself as a divorce recovery coach. Who are you? What do you do? What does a divorce recovery coach do? I'm a certified divorce coach, which means I have a certification and it's an accredited program in all things emotions of the divorce process. So I help my clients through the emotional part of going through a divorce. Divorce is one of those things you never plan for. Obviously, we get married to be married forever. And uh, that's what I can help people through. So what prompted this? I would think going through a divorce, which you have, we'll talk about that in a minute. The last thing you'd want to do is specialize in divorce. Um, Actually, I was kind of concerned about how that might be for me, like living the same process over and over yeah. again. It's like a but, Groundhog Day. Exactly. But it's not like that because every time I work with a client, I just got a, on a client call this afternoon. They call you when they're upset. They call you when they're like going through something that they haven't faced before. And I was able to, she hung up the phone with me and said, thank you so much. You helped me get through that. And it's very therapeutic for me to know that I can use what I have gone through and my training to help people find the positive, to turn their story around, to switch their perspective. And you only work with women? I specialize in working with women. I would say I would work with men if they were looking for support and help, but typically it tends to be the woman that has been in that position where it threw them for a loop and have to thrive again. What's your website? My website is divorcerecoverycoach.com. So what kind of training did you have to go to and through to become a divorce recovery coach. How did they prepare you for this? And who's the they? Who trains you? I went through a program I found online, and it is in Florida, and it's through the International Coaching Federation, ICF. 
And you can become a coach just by doing other things, but this was a strategic program that is accredited, which means I have to have CE every two years in order to maintain my credentials. I felt that was really important since a lot of my referral sources are attorneys or CPAs or CFPs to have some kind of a credential. It was a class from May to August of 2022, three days a week, three hours a day, 16 hours of mentor coaching that had to be recorded, 16 hours of peer coaching that was also recorded and it's a very intense program. Hmm. So why do I need a divorce recovery coach? I mean, I've got an attorney, I've got a therapist. Why do I need you? What a divorce recovery coach does is if people knew that my services were available and they could kind of start with my services, I help with referral sources. I help you go to your attorney appointment prepared a lot of times you can go and sit with your attorney at 450 an hour and spend your time with all your emotions. Whereas if you're coming with me, I stay in my lane, I work on the emotions, but they're like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do. I don't, and I said, that's a really good question. Let's write that one down for your attorney. So I stay in my lane, but they're prepared. So when they sit with their attorney, they have those questions that they can go in there and have a one hour meeting at 450 and cover five topics versus being so emotionally overdrawn that they can't handle what they went in there for. Hmm. So not, without uh, getting too personal here, I think it's important that we find out a little bit about your story. You have been divorced. Yes, in fact. What should we know about that? Well, I left um, a very long marriage. It was 27 years, and um, it takes courage to walk away from something, and it was... Um, I felt like my partner was a good partner, but it was an unhealthy situation for me. So I walked away, and it wasn't an easy decision. I believe in marriage. Obviously, yeah. I stayed for 27 years. Um, but my, after the courage of walking away, I had to find out how to get up again and reinvent myself. I dabbled in a few different things. I, I got my life insurance license initially. It was actually my attorney who approached me and said, Kristen, every time you come in here and something kind of knocks you down a little bit, you're handling it with so much grace. We could use your help in the office. So that was what initiated me getting into What kind of help? What did, what did they mean? He meant like with the clients that he has oh, that are more emotional in the office. And I yeah. said, well, let's brainstorm that. What would that look like? And then a friend of mine said to me, well, what if you could get certified in that? And then that weekend, I started researching the certifications that were available, and the program that I found was the only one in the nation that was accredited requiring CE, and they were starting the fouling Tuesday. So I was like, wait a minute, this just all kind of laid in my lap, and I could get accredited and paid doing something that I'm naturally really good at in helping people. I was a mom for 23 years, stay-at-home mom, helping my kids coaching programs, coaching basketball, soccer. So you're, doing a, you're doing a different kind of coaching. Yeah. So I just feel like it's in my wheelhouse of what I'm naturally good at. And uh, I think sometimes I do use my faith in it. Sometimes you go through things in life that you're supposed to go through because now you can use that pain to serve others. And right. that's what I'm doing. Kristen Becker on this broadcast. She's a divorce recovery coach. Her website is? DivorceRecoveryCoach.com. So circling back on your divorce, what was the hard part? I mean, obviously there is the emotional issues, which I don't want to get into, but just in terms of figuring out how to make this happen, what were the challenges for you? 
Well, I think it's one of those things that you've never gone through before and you're not in control of so much of it. For example, there's the continuance in the case. You get ready for court, you're going into your court date, you're doing everything you're supposed to do, and then all of a sudden your ex is not bringing in their paperwork and there's a continuance. Or there's a domestic violence case ahead of yours because our kids were older, so they get pushed. And you just, there's so much that you're not in control of that your emotions can really get kind of spinning out of control with it. So I had to learn how to just let go of what I couldn't control and... So how would it have been if you had had you to help, how would you have been able to help you? I think I really just had my, you know, learning that just let go of what you can't control. That's what I help my clients do. And that's what I was already doing. And then the training that I've had in this is like, I kind of tell my clients that you hopefully will never have to go through it, but you're going through it one time. I'm trained to do this. I work with 15 different clients right now. And so I'm, like 15 different people coaching scenarios of their divorces. Like I'm kind of an expert in this field, like it or not, Yeah. but it's what I do all day long, helping people through this process, showing up for themselves, showing up for their kids again. All right. We are in conversation with Kristen Becker, a self-styled divorce recovery coach. Uh, many people out there could use a coach like Kristen. We'll pick up that conversation straight ahead. We're live. We're local. You're listening to The Dave Congleton Show. This is the Dave Congleton Show, always your hometown radio talk show. Kristen Becker is on this broadcast. She's been divorced. Now she's helping others go through a divorce and recover from a divorce. Although the obvious questions were back to you, Kristen, at what point do you get involved in the process? Meaning if my wife and I are having trouble, do I come to you and see if you can save the marriage or do you only come in once the decision has been made? I'm kind of through all stages of the process. Usually somebody might come reach out to me and try to clarify. They're looking for clarity. Do I want to file for divorce? Is that what I need to do? So I can do in the pre stages and it would usually be one of the partners, not both of the couple and or during it when they hear about me or after and they're trying to recover. So really I'll say just what I do as a coach is I don't help them make that decision. I ask really deep questions, 12 layers deep so that they're answering their own question through finding. So you help them, you help them decide. Yes. And why? What is it about you that you're able to do this? Uh, obviously, you've been through a divorce, so you know what it's like for many people. But what, what are the skills required of a divorce recovery coach? Understanding the process that it is an emotional piece, but helping them remember who they are again and that they're capable of finding their own answers, reminding them that this is just a life process. It's an event that they're going through and they can find their way through it. Helping them remind it. That's, that's my skill set. I'm a mom, and it's what I kind of, it's going through this program actually helped me even be a better mom, I think, because when the kids are coming to me with different things, one of my daughters tore her ACL and popped her knee out again last night. It's a curveball. Yeah. It happens in life. How are you going to show up for yourself? And I imagine, I don't have children, but I imagine 
children kind of change the equation when it comes to divorce. Yes. It's a whole other level of things, isn't right. there? Right. And I think it's important. My, my why in doing this is helping women or people going through it thrive again and showing up for themselves because I've said all my life, my, one of my favorite sayings is, if it is to be, it's up to me. Nobody else can do this for you. And a transition begins with an end, whether it's your kids moving out of the house and you're an empty nester, that's an end. That's a transition you have to go through. It's up to you to make it the shortest transition or a longer transition. And the only one that can do that is you. And if you have somebody helping you shorten that because you're showing up for yourself, that's what I want to do. Was your divorce amicable? Not or has so it much. been contentious? It's been pretty contentious. So that's when you really need a coach, isn't it? It can help you understand what you're not in control of and to let go of that and just continue with your own boundaries and doing the things that you are in control of. I mean, I asked that question, Kristen, because in my most recent divorce, all right, uh, married 27 years uh, and we made the decision, okay, this is over. And we just sat down among ourselves and we negotiated. Uh, you take this, you take that. And we didn't go to a lawyer. We, did, we just did it among ourselves. I have a feeling that's not the typical scenario. It's not the typical, but I do have a client I'm working with who's been married 30 years. And I think for her situation, it was she made the decision to finally file. He's happier now than they are. Like, he just wasn't going to file. Now the two of them are sitting down together with the referrals I gave her. They sat down with a mediator. They sat down with a certified divorce financial analyst to look over what they had, and they're dividing everything up amicably rather than just grabbing attorneys and going through it. So that's what I hope to get it to, but sometimes it's in that place where you can't do that with, for whatever reason. But the goal is to try. Uh, do you think that it was, uh, you've been successful with most of your clients? Can you see the difference you've made? I can. As for the situation I had just today was this, this parent going through their Christmas for the first time. She's going through her first holiday, and she has a 16-year-old who, I, I should go over to dad's. I feel so sad that he's, he's going to be alone for Christmas. And she's like, well, he's the one who's going on vacation. He's the one who gave you guys to me. And she goes, but I want to tell her all those things, but how do I do that? So we just sat down and had a conversation like, you don't want to throw anyone under the bus or do those things. You just talk about, hey, I know you have feelings about this. This is new for you, too. We're going to be okay. This is going to be different. The divorce is really between dad and I. It's not about you. Oh. And teaching them how to have that conversation with her kids. Earlier in this conversation, you used the phrase gray divorce. Mm -hmm. What is that? Gray divorce is, you mentioned at the beginning of the program, how there's a new trend of longer-term marriages ending. So gray divorce would be like that 30-year marriage or something. It's, it's a trend that is unfortunately happening. And why is that happening? I don't know if it's just um, people are realizing that there's, I don't know if it's a social media thing or what, that more people are seeing and sharing things versus just living in uh, behind the doors of everyone's having trouble. And they're also seeing people are sharing more things on Facebook. You have different groups. You have different support groups and all this. And people are realizing they're not alone, that this is actually happening, and they can be happy again. I think that's the key phrase, is that if you're unhappy and you realize if you make some changes, you might end up being happier. Right, right. As opposed to just staying with the status quo. 
Right. I think so. And, you know, in my situation, I, I, we wanted it to work. We both believed in trying to do everything we could. It just wasn't working. It was an unhealthy situation. And my biggest why is I, I'm thriving again. I have reinvented myself and I've learned how to do that. And my kids are happy. Our how long did it happy. take you to make that transition? Still going through it, honestly, but um, I think just being able to reinvent, like I am not wired to not have my kids with me during the week. And to a couple of years ago when they had to go to dad's for a week, that was really hard for me. I didn't like that at all. I started door dashing because I was like, <laughs> I'm not going to be home by myself sitting here with a bottle of wine and watching Netflix. Yeah. I, it felt like I could be productive. So when I talk with my clients, I'm coming from a place where I get it. I've been there. This is hard, but you can take that step to pick yourself up and do something productive to feel better again. So, but, but it sounds like it, it, it was a journey. It took you a while. Yes, it's been a journey, and it, and it has been. And there will be times where you have a bad day. There will be times where you still grieve what you wish you could have had. You know, I wanted that perfect picture of my mom and dad sitting on the front porch with all the grandkids around. I wanted that, you know, but I couldn't get that with my person. So am I going to let myself down and keep fighting for something I might not have ever had with that person anyway? Or am I going to now have a better situation because I let go of that dream that I couldn't make happen? Question coming in on the KVEC text line for Kristen Becker. Do you help with lawyer referral? I do. I have um, different attorneys I've worked with locally. And I can refer several different mediators. I don't pick just one specifically. I usually give you a couple to choose from. What's the difference between going to a mediator versus using an attorney? A lot of times, one of them I just met this last week, um, he's both. And so it depends on the situation. Uh, and he would actually give free consult calls, which he called himself a unicorn because a lot of times... Yeah, lawyers are not going to give a free consult call. Um, they'll charge the $300 for that. So I have those kind of resources available as well because I'm a part of a network called Divorce Transition Professionals where we all get on and we work together to help refer and hopefully alternative dispute resolution, keep people out of the courtroom. Is this the next big thing, Kristen? Divorce recovery coaches? I don't know that I'm, it's the I'm getting divorced. I, I better have a coach. I think... There's all kinds of coaches out there. You can get a life coach. You can get this. I think part of this piece is a coach should help you through one piece of what you're happening in your life. And I don't intend to work with somebody forever. I, I work with them through this part. And typically it's a, I, I do six sessions with somebody and that six sessions might be six weeks or it might be six months, once a month, depending on where they're at in their process and what they need. What's your website, Kristen? DivorceRecoveryCoach.com. Uh, Kristen Becker is on this broadcast. She is a divorce recovery coach. A lot of us have been there. A lot of us could benefit from Kristen's help. Off we go. We've got California Headline News, ABC Radio News. Craig updates us with time saver traffic and weather together. More of our conversation still to come. This is Hometown Radio.
It is a Dave Congleton show, always your hometown radio talk show. Dr. Michael Latner joins us during the five o'clock hour. Let's talk about everything relating to voting in this country. Meanwhile, we are back with uh, Kristen Becker. She is a divorce recovery coach. Her website is divorce recovery How'd you get that website? Isn't that great? Isn't it amazing? I had something else, and then this one came across, and I bought it instead. So All right. Uh, now, you have a special offer for our listeners. I do. We I have a free consult call. So if somebody wanted to book a consult with me, I will do a free consult call to they fill out an intake form so we can make the maximize that call so I can see their situation and see how I might be able to help them. What's the number? I do. I would recommend emailing Kristen at DivorceRecoveryCoach.com. Spell Kristen. C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N. At? DivorceRecoveryCoach.com. We'll uh, repeat that a couple of times. Turns out Russia is the country with the highest divorce rate in the world. Hmm. The U.S. places number six. Uh, basic stats I'll throw as we talk about divorce in this country. Almost 50% of all marriages in the U.S. will end in divorce or separation. Researchers estimate that 41% of all first marriages end in divorce. 60% of second marriages end in divorce. And here we go. 73% of all third marriages end in divorce. React to the figures, please. I think that is um, truth because when you go through your first divorce, I, I think you find that it's easier to do it again because you've already quit on something once. So I think that's very common uh, that they would go up. Unfortunately, it's very disheartening to see that it is 40% for families doing that. And the number one cause for couples divorcing would be lack of commitment. Does that surprise you? Well, you knew that. I, I believe that, but I, you know, after 27 years for you and 27 years for me, I mean, I felt like we were committed. Well, you should have quit at 26. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe earlier. I don't know. So. Um, second reason why people get divorced, they argue too much. 56%. Yeah. So lack of commitment, 73%. Argue too much, 56%. Yeah. Life is too short. So you want to be happy. So how do you get to happy? Well, I think happy is important. Um, there was one thing that we did uh, when I was going through our marriage is we said, pray for unity instead of praying for happiness. And we did that. And, you know, we, we went through a lot together. But it was like what I found in, in my situation was it was just not I was not able to thrive as an individual. And I think it's important as couples that you are able to grow together and encourage each other. If you had to do your divorce over again, would you do anything differently, Kristen? Is there anything you learned from your experience, advice you'd give to people? I think I wish there was a way that we could have found more amicable way to resolve things for us. I think it's definitely a better way to save the family, the financial part burden of all of it. What's the difference between a divorce recovery coach and a therapist? A therapist typically works with what is happening and your past and things that have happened in your past and how to handle those emotions, possible PTSD situations, 
family traumas, things like that. A coach helps with what's happening right now and is more future focused, helping you get through what's happening uh, and how to handle those situations. And, and our emotions are important. What's the figure you have? Um, I use a triangle. Emotion, di- divorce is 80% emotional, 10% legal, and 10% financial. The challenge is when people, my biggest obstacle is being a divorce recovery coach is people not knowing that my services are available. And the biggest conversation people say with me is, God, I wish I would have had you when I was going through mine. Um, Because the first thing you think about is talking to a legal person or talking to financial or a financial person. But if you don't have those emotions in check when you're talking to those, you can cost yourself a lot of money because you're making emotionally charged decisions. And that's where I hope that I can come in and understand my fees are way cheaper than working with those. And then that's why I feel like if you come in with somebody like a coach, wherever stage you're in, I'm not saying don't get an attorney. You obviously need need somebody because I don't do that lane, but you're prepared for those appointments and understand that you're not in control of that process. This is just making me flash back. I mean, we were both adult enough to realize that we did not want to blow all of our money on legal fees and hashing this out in court or going through mediation. Just let's sit down. What do you want? What can I have? Okay, let's just move forward. Yes. But that's probably not a typical story. It's not a typical story, unfortunately, but it, um, it's nice when that can happen. And there's a big push for ADR, which is alternative dispute resolution, finding the ways to keep people out of the courtroom, making your divorce a little bit easier. That's what we're all trying to find and help people with that process. Is gender a factor in this, Kristen? I mean, we mentioned earlier you work primarily with women. Is is gender a factor in divorce? Do women in general handle it differently than men? I I specialize in working with women because that happens to just be my case. I was a stay-at-home mom. I can relate to that situation. Is it different in how they handle it? Probably because, but I think emotions are going to affect everyone and how they face picking themselves up and how they handle the kids and all of it. And I'll be honest, our kids were older, but the cool thing about my training, when I have a client that has a seven-year-old and a three-year-old, and I'm going to have to face that, I have mentors that I reach out to, and I have all my training that I've gone through, and I can refer back to that. And I'm on calls like once a month with trainers where we can ask questions like how to help handle co-parenting and help them get through those things. And sometimes you're not going to get what you expected. And now how do you face that? And that's what I help them with. And I go, you can't control what's happening at dad's house. Uh, but what can you control? Just what you're doing with your kids at your home, how you can enjoy that week with them and everything. So it's a huge preparation of walking people through all of it. We talk about the D word. We're talking about divorce. 41% of all Americans who have been married have been divorced at least once. Kristen Becker is here. She is a divorce recovery coach. Her website is? DivorceRecoveryCoach.com. Not to try to make you uncomfortable, but if you want in on the conversation, feel free to join us, 805-543-8830. Always glad to read uh, text messages as well. As we put uh, the spotlight on a divorce recovery coach and suggest why people may want to consider working with a coach. Are there common issues that you find in your with your clients? Same questions that are coming up? I think the biggest one that 
ends up being something that people are talking about is what do they do with the family house? You mentioned Lindsay Harn. Yeah. Um, that's the biggest asset. She just house. got trained on that. She just got certified. Yeah, she's a certified divorce real estate agent, yeah. CDRE. And there's all kinds of designations happening, partly because of that trend with the gray divorce. There's a lot of... Uh, mortgage lending professionals that are getting a divorce certification. There's financial planners that are getting a divorce certification. What that gives them is the empathy and the training of understanding that this is a process that they're gonna have to work with this couple that's dividing. So uh, the family house, initially, that's one of the biggest things that people wanna hold on to because they think it's a legacy for the kids. I was in that position, I ended up walking away from the house. And I remember walking around my house going, I want this. This is we just redid our kitchen. We just redid a lot of things that was my dream kitchen. But the more I thought about it, is like there's a lot of things that I don't want to be what I remember every day in that. And if I get a fresh start, and as a female having a house that was new and townhouse or something on that order that you don't have the whole upkeep of the yard. So when I work with my clients, I just ask loads and loads of questions like, well, does your house need a roof? How much is it going to cost you to maintain the backyard? And just asking questions that they might not have thought about. Did you, have you talked to the kids about starting over? Have you asked them if they're okay with moving? Have you asked them what that would look like? Because they think they're doing it because it's the best thing for their kids and they're all wrapped up into that. And then all of a sudden they're like, Hmm, I didn't even know that. I think some families, some couples stay together because it's just too complicated to get divorced. But now with recovery coaches and real estate and mortgage people who are trained in all this stuff, it's become easier. In some ways it is easier. And I think a lot of times you think you're staying together because of the kids. And then like, what good is that to show your kids that you don't get along and what example are you giving as well? So it's hard to know what the right thing to do or isn't to do. Believe me, I 100% believe in marriage and doing everything you can to make it work. We went through, my ex and I went through all kinds of different therapies and counseling and different things. So we tried. I'm I'm not saying you didn't, but it was just time for me to move on. And I'm proud of myself for having, I think it takes courage sometimes to take that step because you are only familiar with what you know. And when I'm walking with people through it, if they can save it, then that's awesome. Did you have the support of your family when you made that decision and you told your family, not your ex-husband, but everybody else? Yes. They supported you? Yes. I would imagine that'd be pretty important, too. I think so. And I think the one thing that I can bring for somebody as a coach versus having that, sometimes when you're talking to your family and you're telling your story, you can get emotionally charged again. They go, oh, yeah, just, you know, and they feel the fire of it instead of helping you stay objective on what is happening in the process. So that's another thing that I bring to the table is that objective ear that's not gonna necessarily fuel those emotions when you're going through it. We are in conversation with a divorce recovery coach here to help you if you're going through a divorce. Her name is Kristen Becker. We'll come back for a final segment. We're live, we're local. This is AM 920 FM 96.5 News Talk KVEC. Hearing Gary J. Freiberg's voice reminds me he's coming in for pie on Friday. Well, so will talk about the big holiday parade. Also, uh, Steve Reebuck has put the history of abalone farming 
on the Central Coast on paper. The result is a fascinating new book. We'll talk about that as well. We are busy. I'm Dave Congleton. We are in our final segment with uh, Kristen Becker, a divorce recovery coach. Uh, let's remind folks how they can get a free consultation. You can reach me at Kristen, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N, at divorcerecoverycoach.com. So this going through all this training must have made you look back on your own divorce and your own marriage. Yes. What would you learn? Um, I learned what you have to let go of what you're not in control of. And you, what a divorce coach does is really helps you focus on the controllables, responding versus reacting. That's one of the biggest things I work with the clients about. American Bar Association has recognized this field? Yes. In fact, I'm going to read um, a definition. The American Bar Association defines divorce coaching as a flexible, goal-oriented process designed to support, motivate, and guide people going through divorce to help them make the best possible decisions for their future based on their particular interests, needs, and concerns. That's from the American Bar Association. What does that say to you? I think I'm in a good field and it's being recognized. Sounds like it's a breaking field. I mean, it is, I think it is breaking. Alternative dispute resolution is huge. I was just at a meeting with the slow bar association this last week on the ADR. And I was, I didn't even think that there was obviously mediators that go through corporate uh, mediations and different things. I felt it was all going to be family law. There was three family law people in there and it's an interesting field to walk into a room full of attorneys when you're in there without a legal background, but they were very interested in I was going to ask, how are they treating you? They very professionally, because they were asking if there was a way that I could help them get their clients ready for mediation as well, because that's the part I work on being realistic in negotiations. Uh, It goes back to what you were saying earlier. It's all 80% emotional. Yeah, basically. And then, you think of divorce, like if, if I can help my clients think of it, it's a dissolving of a partnership. And if you can think of it that way as the business of divorce and preparing them thinking of it that way, mostly, it can help them get the emotions in check. And then I have a certified divorce financial analyst. Those are referral sources I can give my clients as well. So they can look at their assets together with both parties or with one just to see if it makes sense and Mm. all that. So So, Krista, for people just tuning in and finding out that you're a divorce recovery coach, remind folks of the basic services that you offer, why someone would come to see someone like you. The main thing that a divorce recovery coach can help you through this process is keep your emotions in check so that you understand what is coming your way. I've you don't get married to get a divorce, so it's not something you ever planned for. So when you're going, whether you've petitioned and been the one who started the process or it happened to you, your emotions are going to be all over the map. I help you kind of bring that in, rein it in, and get you ready for your paperwork that has to be filled out for your attorney and help you understand that this you can do this and take a step forward. I help with all the emotional side of it. Talk about the work you're doing with group recovery. I am working with an organization called Rebuilders International, and I have been selected to be their facilitator for the Central Coast. And I am in training right now, getting the credentials for that, hoping to, I I was very 
serious with him going, I'm not ready to do this now because we have daughters who are seniors in high school and I'm focusing on their senior year twins. So with that being said, I'm in the process of getting training and it's going to offer group coaching for people going through the process. So uh, how does that work? Group coaching? It, I mean, teaching a class? Yes, I'll be teaching a class. It's a 10 week class that is their agenda. But the cool thing about it is they have um, 10 weeks where they have the I'll be a facilitator of the class with 10 weeks of an agenda and the group comes together and there's a lot that can be supported when you sometimes have other people going through that process together and they become mm -hmm. friends and it's how you can help them grow through that process. Um, yeah, but then they're going to say, oh, I don't need Kristen anymore. I got friends now. She introduced True. me to all these people. That's good, though. That's a 10-week <laughs> thing. The cool thing about it is it goes hand-in-hand hand with what I am doing because if they want to dive in a little deeper on something, I can say I can offer you specific personal coaching as well. But the thing about that class is it's an agended class. But I'll have my way spinning the class material based on how that would work. So I have to ask you, what's your, what's your feelings about marriage now? In my case, I've been married and divorced twice, mm -hmm. and I'm kind of done. I'm uh, in a very positive relationship now for almost seven years, and uh, I think uh, Kathy and I are on the same ground. She's been married and divorced twice, uh -huh. and we're both kind of done. Yeah. We're, we'll be together, and I don't know if we're partner. I don't know what you want to call it. Right. Right? right. So what about you? You want to get married again? I don't intend to get married again. I... I'm happy I have somebody in my life, but it's one of those things that um, I don't think you need to get remarried to be committed to somebody at this. It, there's too much that went on in this process that I've been going through that I don't think I need to go through that again. Boy, so your mind has really changed on this. I think you can be committed to somebody and not have to get married in it. I, I believe in marriage, but in my situation at this stage of my life, uh, I don't know that I would ever do it again. Let's take a call. Here's Francine on KVEC. Hi, Francine. Hi. Hi. At the last minute, but I just take wanted to say that I I think that um, a divorce coach is a great idea, and um, I, I know uh, I certainly could have used one for my first two. I'm going to leave it at that, but my, <laughs> I have a question, and I'm wondering, do you, um, does Kristen only uh, coach women? I specialize in working with women, but I have worked with men, uh, one okay. other. So I, I say that I think it's important to have a specialty so people know that you have a niche that you're working with. But I would sure. say I probably work with the partner that's looking for help. Francine, why do you, right. think, a, why, why do you think a divorce coach is a great idea? How could she have helped you? Well, um, you know, my first divorce, I was very young, and I just, like, I just kind of walked away um, without anything, not that we had that much, but I just walked away. And then um, my second, I probably didn't, maybe I just could have used one at that point. Didn't get, <laughs> not that I didn't get my fair share, but um, I did have a child at that time. And um, so, um, and I was seeing a therapist and we, you know, but it, I think it would have helped. And um, fortunately, um, like you, Dave, my most recent, um, uh, we were able to amicably, amicably get through. We did use a mediator just because we wanted 
you know, somebody professional to file things. Yeah. But um, we, um, and we're still amicable. Um, but, uh, but there are a lot of things that I've learned mm-hmm. a lot. And so I know that other people, I mean, I have younger friends and people that I work with that are going through divorces. Mm-hmm. And um, I just think it's, it's a great a great um, it's a great opportunity for for uh, a business for you and then also for helping the people I think it could really be a good thing well, tell you. your friends about Kristen yes please do I will all right Francine thank you very thank much you. Kristen Becker on this broadcast so you and I are on the same page we're kind of done with marriage I think so but we've learned that there are other alternatives yes Yes, I think so. And I, I, like I said, I believe in marriage. I think it's the right thing and having a family and doing all those things. I just think at this stage in my life, it's just a different place now. Well, here's a funny text um, in, uh, inside baseball here. Uh, is Kristen familiar with Tina Swithin? I am. Who specializes in coaching people who are going through a divorce with someone who's toxic, uh, yes. narcissistic. Absolutely. Yes, I am. She's a... She also has a program, a high-conflict divorce coach program that she teaches and teaches people to get that that credential. You're the basic old-fashioned kind of divorce. I am not wanting to specialize. No drama. I figured I didn't need to specialize with high-conflicts, so I will work with those situations, but that's not my specialty. All right, Kristen, as we start to wrap things up, uh, who do you call for a free consultation? I, the best way to reach me would be my website or my email, Kristen, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N, at divorcerecoverycoach.com. And on that website, I have a Calendly app. You can go on there and set up a consult call. You can see a little bit more about my story. When I'm coaching, it's not about my story at all, but it's letting you know that I get it. I've been through it. And now I also have the training to go along with that. I have 30 seconds for a final thought. My main reason for doing this is because I said it a couple times, I really want to help people thrive again because I think you can get stuck. And uh, I think having a coach helps keep you accountable to what your plan was from the first call to the next call, um, how you're gonna get going. And I let people, they text me during the week and we chit chat. I don't charge for that, that's just part of my services. I was doing that today, and I said, can you take a 10-minute call? And we did. So that's right. part of it. Well, thanks for coming in, and good luck with the business. Thank you. I appreciate you having me. Off we go. We've got news and traffic and weather. Professor Latner joins us now. Let's talk about voting, shall we? You're listening to Hometown Radio for the Central Coast. It is the Dave Congleton Show. Happy Tuesday. The 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911.